I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi, family, joining in from all around the nations. Welcome to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with, of course, Mila's Right. And in today's time together, I want to take us on a journey into rest, into that deep place where deep in, we reconnect into where God actually is deep, deep inside of us, to bring you out from the stress and the pressure and the striving and the drama of life right now. Because I know I've had so much communication from you guys. Um, every week we get many, many communications and hundreds of communications in from all around the world on emails and on social media. And, and a lot, a lot of the time, it's about the pressure that you're currently in. You know, the fear, the uncertainty, the relationship challenges, the financial challenges, you know, the stuff of life. And, um, you know, we pray over you all and I listen, you know, to what's happening. And, and so when I was preparing for today's episode, I just really felt that in my heart is to spend some time together. And I will share with you some of the keys that Jesus has shared with me that help me continually spiritually regulate and emotionally regulate myself back into living from rest internally. So that's my default mode now. <clears throat> if I go too quickly in life, if I start to tip forward, you know, to use that kind of language where I find that I'm suddenly in that sensation of separateness again, where I'm back doing things in my own strength, I'm reacting emotionally to the dramas and the pressures of whatever's going on in my life or whatever I'm seeing is going on in other people's or the world. And I take a moment, I have learned over 20 odd years of walking with Jesus now that I take a moment to reset myself, resensitize myself to the reality, which is the same for you as well, right? That Christ is in me now, the hope of glory. Ooh, Holy Spirit. It's going to stay there just for a moment. Ooh, wow. That one truth that I've just said that it's now Christ within us, right? That's the beauty and power of the awesome gospel of Jesus, of what he did at the cross, that he now resides in the center of our being by his spirit. So it's we're not actually separate from God, right? And so often the pressures and the way we respond to life causes us to separate from God. And we live in that sense of separateness, which causes us to strive and to carry the pressure of life and to feel alone. Jesus doesn't want you to feel alone. And he's resetting you today. This is your moment. I'm going to share a few things. I'm going to read something for you, uh, which is an account from one of the Desert Fathers. Just it's, it's his description of what he discovered after decades in the desert living a life of solitude and silence before the Lord just deeply going into uh, 
a relationship of deep experiential intimacy with Jesus, what he came out of the desert understanding prayer to be. And it's something that the Lord in different ways has taught me down the years. And it's what I want to impart to you today. There's just three very, very simple keys that are that are all, they are um, attitudes of our heart. It's not formulaic, it's relational. These are attitudes of our heart that we can re-engage into at any moment that help facilitate that deep life of heart-to-heart communion with Jesus that becomes, through this practice, constant. So we shift out of living in this intermittent state of sometimes being spiritually vibrant and connected and full of life, and then other times just flat on the floor because our emotions take over because we're reacting and responding to the pressures in life. And right now, this is a really important time to learn these truths or to revisit these truths and to come back into this inner seat of rest, which I believe is also the seat of government. I believe when we are truly living on the inside in a place of stillness and quiet, no matter what's going on on the outside, in that place, we, you know, like the scripture says, be still and know that I am God, be still and experience that I am God, which is what that word means in the Greek. When we're quiet, we're still on the inside, we experience him. And it's in that place that we no longer live our lives defined by what's going on externally, but we now begin to govern and be the influence of what's going on externally around us. Our life is defined by our union with Jesus and the revelation flow that comes from his heart's constantly when we live in this place is what defines our reality. This is this is the privilege, right, of new creation living. And so these are some of the how-to keys. And it's it started for me, this this is one of the passions of my life. It's probably the passion of my life actually is is living in rest so that my relationship with Jesus is protected constantly. I am protecting my sensitivity to his presence within me because he's the passion of my life, really. And so my relationship with him is like for you, he's my everything. My life he doesn't make sense apart from him. You know, he is the truth and the way in life. And he is, he wants to be, and he is the center of everything. And he is our source of strength. So it's good for me when I first had my physical visitation with Jesus. And of course, it standing in front of him, having not known him and receiving the light that he is shining through me and reintegrating me and making me whole and washing away my history to that point and just flooding me with his love you know that obviously transformed my life but it's looking back all these years later i can see that he set me he set me on the trajectory of my life's purpose, which is to help people experience him, to know how to live the deeper life, how to live a life of encounter, and to work with what he then said to me, which was the very first thing he said to me as he was looking at me and love was pouring into me was, come with me, always come and rest with me a while. And so I have been learning how to do that ever since. And like I said, that is one of my passions. It's because I know a lot more now of the power of what Jesus said to me that day, that living 
the place of rest is the seat of power, is where we are able to protect our connection, is where we're to flow governmentally from, is where we live defined by revelation light that moves from the heart of God into our heart continually. It's the wisest thing we can do and it's so essential right now. So in the midst of all the turmoil and the noise in the world, this I believe is where Jesus is taking us into. He's, he's, and right now, today, he's saying, come with me. So we're going to go there. But I want to, before we do, I want to just read this to you. So this is the definition of prayer by one of the Desert Fathers called Theophilus the Recluse. Isn't that an amazing name? <laughs> and he was quite the man. So I'm reading just a little extract on his definition of prayer from a book. Uh, it's it's a, a compilation of a lot of the experiences of the Desert Fathers put together by Henry Nouwen. And it's just, it's a, I, I love his work. I just love studying people who, you know, in history, like the mystics and the Desert Fathers and mothers who just, you know, obviously the disciples, you know, who just broke it broke through or entered into an experience with Jesus that is resurrection life, is new creation life. Because to me, I look at it and it's an invitation into what we can experience. So just um, just listen to this. It's just, it's so, so powerful. So this is what he learned um, in terms of the keys to maintain this deeper life. And what he learned essentially with He's defining prayer as this. It's entering into the experience of the deeper life of heart to heart, continual, continual um, communion with Jesus, which is actually what the word rest. So the word, the original Greek word translated into English as the word rest is also in other places in scripture translated into the English as pray without ceasing. So the deeper life of heart prayer is when we enter into rest because it's there we hear and see and experience the heart of God, which enables us to pray without ceasing, which basically means have heart-to-heart -heart uninterrupted communion with the living God who's now in the core of our being. Isn't that amazing? So just listen to this. This is um, the Desert Fathers. This is definition of prayer. The Desert Fathers did not think of solitude as being alone, but as being alone with God. They did not think of silence as not speaking, but as listening to God. Solitude and silence, they understood, are the context within which prayer or heart-to-heart -heart communion with God is discovered and practiced. So it redefines for us, and there's many different ways that we talk to God, right? But this is the deeper life. This is the place where Jesus has taught me over and over and over, many, many times down the years to come back to, to regulate myself, spiritually regulate myself back into this place. Literally, I come back, I take a moment when I am stressed out or running too fast or feeling that sensation of separateness, I take a moment and I go here. I literally come back into silence. Literally, so I start to listen to God, solitude, meaning I just turn my attention away from the noise of the world and I go within. So I let the eyes of my heart turn within to begin to embrace Christ within me, my heart's attention. So like it says in Ephesians 4, 24, 23 and 24, we're transformed by every unfolding revelation. We're changed by every unfolding revelation. We are transformed as we embrace the glorious Christ within and the reunion with him. What is that? It 
basically, right? It just means turning our heart's attention onto Christ within, turning away from having our attention being on our circumstances externally all the time. But now you're going deeper through your heart's gaze and your conscious awareness of your union that Christ is within you, right? That's the key in scripture that we see uh, enables us to experience the same relationship with the Father that Jesus had, the same life that we see Jesus walked while he was on earth is what's available to us now. And it literally activates as we start to turn our attention inwards, we become consciously aware of our union with Jesus. And that's where revelation starts to move into us, where we go still, where we let go. It's really simple, but this is how you access the deeper life. So this is what the Desert Fathers discovered. It's what the mystics discovered. It's what the Apostle Paul discovered, you know, all in different ways. But they, so they began to listen they came away from the busyness of life. They did it physically sometimes, and it's great, so important for us to do that, to have our quiet times. But in the busyness of life, we can also do it by turning in. And just He's one gaze away. It's glancing again, being aware again of the truth that he is within me right now. His spirit, Jesus' spirit is within you right now. He's one glance away, and as you quiet down, you begin to hear, begin to listen with your heart. So this is Theophilus the Recluse one of my favorite people. And he says to pray, just really get this, like really concentrate on the meaning of what I'm reading. Cause it's just, this is life changing. When you get these keys and you apply them into your life, they're super simple, but they are life changing because they it, it enables, we're just giving our attention. We're just centering into the moment and Holy Spirit takes over because he wants to have time with you. He wants you living in rest because he wants to have a relationship with you. He wants you to be able to hear him and see him and experience him. And it's how this is how we posture ourselves to do it. So Theophilus the Recluse says, to pray is to descend with the mind into the heart and there to stand before the face of God, ever present, all seeing within you. All through the centuries, this view of prayer has been central in hesychasm. Prayer is standing, the, the hesychasts are the people that prioritize a life of quiet, of stillness, and listening to the heart of God as the, the context in which they will begin to experience him. So they, it, they do these keys. All through, so prayer is standing in the presence of God, with the mind in the heart. That is, at that point of our being where there are no divisions or distinctions and where we are totally one, where God's Spirit dwells and there the great encounter takes place. There, heart speaks to heart because there we stand before the face of the Lord, all seeing within us. Isn't that amazing? So, so that's what I want us to practice doing right now. There were some things that Jesus really put on my heart that he, he said that um, he showed me two things as we begin to do this. So right now, as I begin to share, do what I've just been explaining and just let it be you and him just for these next few minutes of your life and you'll start to experience him. So just begin to realize afresh everything I've been saying 
this is descending. This is descending from the mind into the heart where you will experience God into the center of your being where he is. And it's there that you will experience him. It's there, like he said, the great encounter takes place. He's not out there somewhere one day. He's closer, literally, than our breath. And I've, by his grace, I've been living this increasingly down the years, learning and, and relearning and relearning and going deeper and deeper into Jesus, into my relationship with him this way, within, and realizing the simplicity of the gospel. It's not complicated. Religion has us jumping through hoops, trying to attain spiritual maturity and spiritual enlightenment. Spiritual maturity is an expression of our union with Jesus. We begin to manifest the nature of God who is love increasingly as we meld into one person with him. We are one with him now and it's through this place of literal simplicity of quiet, coming away, being quiet, listening, being alone with God that we end up supernaturally being able to pray without ceasing. It's not uh, in our own strength. It's an overflow of rest of the prayer of the heart. And it's and, and here, because we are experiencing God, all the pressures in life lift off. Everything we need deliverance, healing, or we need fresh faith, or we need fresh grace, or we need fresh love or joy or peace, whatever every attribute um of God's heart that we see listed in Galatians 5, you know, all the different facets of who our God is, is the nature that flows through our soul, through the gateway of our spirit, as we're communing with him, through our conscious awareness, as we descend with the mind into the heart. There we, we witness God. We witness the living God within us, and we can just rest into his embrace. So as I do this, I saw with you now, I saw Jesus in front of me in front of you. And there was a beam of light going from his heart to your heart. And he was pulling you. It was the force of his love. He was pulling you towards him. And it was the greatest, and it is the greatest force of all, because it's the heart of God, which is the throne, which is the center of everything. You know, there's nothing that can come against or override his ultimate decision. And his decision is, is to draw you to himself into the fullness of experience. He's drawing us through time, bringing us forward into the fullness of our relationship with him. And he's pulling you to himself right now. And as he was doing that, I saw that there were things that had resisted your capacity to remain sensitive to him, that were warring against your soul, against your relationship with him. And those things, I wrote them down, they were they included things like condemnation, rejection, unworthiness, feeling unworthy to receive the love of Jesus, self-judgment, bitterness, hatred, unforgiveness, reactions where you're subjected to those kind of uh, emotions coming from other people, behaviors coming from other people, and some of it was what can wrap around our own hearts. So I just encourage you now, begin to do this, let go of the external circumstances of your life. Turn within. Look at Christ within you right now and begin to feel the light attach, lock onto your heart, the love of Jesus and the force of his love just pulling you deeper to 
into his embrace, into the arms of his indwelling presence within you right now. And as he's doing that, if those things, whatever's witnessing to you, you know there are things that have bought your relationship with him. Just let go. Let go of any condemnation, feeling of lack of self-worth, fear, where you're reacting to the circumstances you might be in or the uncertainty of our world right now, the, the finances, the economies of the world, the instability. Our life is not defined by the world, the temporal circumstance of the world. Your life is not. You are here to co-create the future with Jesus, to, to come forth shining, radiant, being victorious, all from this inner seat of rest, this place that is where God is within you, where you are and have been predestined to live out from the union. So just keep sinking into him as you feel things coming up inside you, like um, parts of your being, whether it's in, or in, or in like a tight fist where you're, you're gripping, you can feel that there's tension. Just let go, let go, let go, and let him sink you deeper and deeper into the quietness and the stillness of his presence. I can feel him now the quietness and the stillness of his presence. Let that peace, just receive, receive the peace moving through you as oil, fresh oil. There's nothing within you that will not be saturated by his love and transformed by his love. Bringing you forth, bringing us forth without spot, blemish or wrinkle in his from this place. So I encourage you, if you can, as we finish now, just stay with him here. Do an inventory of your heart. Just let it go and keep doing this. Keep turning your attention to him. If you feel yourself pulling out, just go back. Practice solitude, being alone with God. Practice stillness, which is listening to God. And you will enter into heart prayer, praying without ceasing. You will enter into deeper and deeper and deeper levels of rest. And here you will hear him clearly. You will find that you are living in total harmony with his heart and how he sees life will frame up your life. And his love for you will undergird you even more than you've known. You can live this way consistently. This is where he's taking us to now. So stay with him if you can. Is bless you in your pursuit of the even deeper life now. It's where he's taking you to. Have an amazing rest of your day. And I am in full agreement. We are praying for you as a ministry. Our intercessors are praying for you. So I'm in agreement that yes, this will be your experience all the time. And I look forward to being with you again next week. God bless. Hi, if you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you. It will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord 
um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed.